0: Hi, welcome to the Read, Play, Talk podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Paris,
1: And I'm your other host, Jack Love. This
0: podcast is a resource for all things Read, Play, Talk. We hope that our listeners will be encouraged to read, play, and talk with their children every day. In this episode, we are talking with Emma McDonald, who is the Library Systems Manager for Mesquite ISD. She'll tell us about the district's upcoming Summer Reading Challenge, as well as the district's goal to read 21 million pages this year.
1: Wow, welcome back, Emma. Glad to have you.
0: Thank you. Glad yeah. Glad to be
1: here. Yeah. So you were on our podcast in June of last year, right in the middle of the pandemic. Actually, it was probably kind of the first part of the pandemic, but we'll call it the middle.
0: Yeah. Like the height of it. Yeah.
1: The height. Absolutely. So lots of things have changed. How has your job changed since the last time we talked to you?
2: So that's an interesting question. I know that for a lot of people, their jobs changed pretty dramatically. For me, the bulk of my job is online anyway, because a lot of what I do is deal with the technology for libraries and library services. And so while my job didn't necessarily shift, I would say the pace increased.
1: I bet so. So
2: I had a lot more help requests and trying to coach and guide people as they were moving much further into the world of online education than they had been previously.
1: Yeah, so you're one of the lucky ones with jobs. You kind of had a, at least an idea of what you were doing. A lot of us got on Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams calls and we were like, what are we doing?
0: Don't so, yeah. a loop for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you spent a lot of your time just supporting your librarians because their roles shifted so much. You know, and I know you provide a lot of support for them in your role as well. Absolutely.
2: Yes, that's exactly what happened. The demand on my time was from the librarians trying to then turn around and take those strategies out to support their teachers. So it was a lot of meeting one-on-one with librarians, doing a lot of how-tos, creating a lot of videos, and then posting those and having them out for everyone to use.
0: And just giving like context to the people who are listening, how many librarians do we have in the district?
2: So right now we have 52 librarians in the
0: district. So I think when some people may just have one child in the district that goes to one school, they may not realize, while their child's campus only has one librarian, but you guys support 52. So when you talk about one-on-one meetings... With 52 people, like that's a ton of time. Exactly. And we
2: were also bringing on several new librarians. So people who had not yet been in the library or who were moving to our district. And so trying to support those new librarians in this time of everything is up in the air and I'm coming to a new district or a new job. And so that was quite a bit.
1: Now that you mention that, I didn't even think about it. I mean, I realize that there's a library at every campus, but I always forget that there's that many schools in yeah, the system.
0: With one more so, coming. I yeah. know. Yeah, you're about to add another one Mm-mm. with Vanguard High School, which is really exciting. Very exciting. Yeah.
1: Beautiful building, by the way.
0: Yeah, I think I realized, you know, the size of the people that you support, because I spoke at your last monthly meeting, and to see them all in the same room, you realize, like, this is a lot of people. Right. And we were actually missing a few. I'll add a couple to that mental image in my brain. But yeah, I I appreciate what you guys do. We've said this in the last couple of months to other district employees who have been on, but we just really appreciate what you do to help support our staff and our students. And I know that there were obvious changes in your job and different things that you had to do. So we just want to say thank you for what you're doing and great job and keep it up. Thank you. And I love it. Every
2: minute of it, even the weirdness.
0: Yes, that helps when you love your job for sure. Okay, so let's talk about mesquite reads. Some people may see this because we've got a Facebook page about mesquite reads. So can you tell us what is mesquite reads and how and why was it created? Absolutely. So we began mesquite reads realizing
2: that we really wanted to create a community of reading and readers within our city, within the city of Mesquite. And for all of the students that are attending the district and their families. And So oftentimes, librarians on campuses will have individual reading programs and events, but they don't necessarily connect the community as a whole. They'll connect that small community, but not our larger district community. And so we felt like we wanted to, first of all, start having more formal summer reading program that's fun, motivating, encourages students to read. But then as we thought about it we thought why stop there why just focus on a summer reading program let's focus on a year long of having a variety of programs and events and things that encourage students and and staff and families to all read and so that's how the idea of mesquite reads came up was we wanted something that we could brand and that would be an umbrella for all of these smaller programs and events that would be held throughout the year and the summer.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm glad you used the word umbrella because that's exactly what I was thinking of. You know, like the um, Dallas Sports Commission, I knew they do a program with us in the spring. And then obviously summer reading is a big one. And so, yeah, Mesquite Reads just gives this larger context that all of these smaller programs can fit in well and
2: also what i love is we do this in partnership with the english language arts department so the elementary english language arts coordinator and the secondary coordinator we meet with them regularly and plan out programs of how we want this to look across the district but then also we are in partnership and working with the public libraries as well and so they also use that Reads as part of their larger programs especially in summer reading but when we created that mesquite reads facebook page it is for our english language arts department can use it our public libraries and then we can post on there as well to really try and bring together that idea of community and we're all working on this together this single goal rather than these disjointed programs that are not connected to one another
1: so like the sum of the parts is greater than the whole is that the way that saying goes? Something along those lines, right? Yeah. So we're all excited to put 2020 in our rearview mirror for sure. <laughs> uh, and, and, and it looks like you guys are too, because your department is titled 2021 as the year of 21 million pages, right? So that's a pretty audacious goal. Big, tell us a little about that challenge and the reasoning behind it
2: you're exactly right after the summer we were trying to think of ways that what kind of program could we run through the school year and rather than trying to have a fall program and then another spring program we thought why not just run one big program that motivates our students and staff to come together. So, in the past, our programs have somewhat been a little competitive in that we'll have a leaderboard and students and staff try to see who can read the most pages. And we felt like we really want them to come together instead towards a common goal. And so, we could have, you know, we talked about do we set it at 21,000? And then we thought about how many pages our students and staff read over the last summer and i said well we're going to reach that in you know a couple of weeks or a month and so we really felt like it needs to be a much bigger goal than 21,000 and so then we said well 2.1 million well we read more than that over the summer as well and so Mary said, "Hey, let's go for it. Let's go for the gold twenty one million in the year twenty twenty one
1: Yeah
2: And uh, so I said, "Okay, let's do it." And it, it was a little more audacious than we uh, than we thought. <laughs> um, we, you know, completely expected that within a few months we would hit that twenty one million, and that has not yet happened. But we are excited because that's actually going to lead into our summer program as well. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna keep going.
1: It's good just to have a goal. Sometimes not meeting your goal doesn't mean that you failed. You probably and a lot of times got further than you would have gotten without that goal anyway but I know you guys are going to hit it one way or the other, for sure.
2: Absolutely. I agree completely with you. And I think that showing students and staff that we want to make these audacious goals and go for them, and even if we only hit $15 or $10 or whatever, that is so much more than we would have hit if we didn't have anything
0: set
1: out. Yeah, absolutely. I think so.
0: I like what you touched on about how this challenge is different, because I do know in the summer reading challenges, y'all do have like a leaderboard, and we want to see which school has the most and which individual reads the most. But I love that this is a collective effort. You know, like we're trying as a team, as a district to reach this goal. And I think that that's a really powerful concept for our kids to learn of all ages, our youngest ones and our bigger ones, that sometimes we do things not necessarily just for the benefit of ourselves, but for the benefit of the whole and the organization as a whole. So I'm, I'm excited about this 21 million pages I'm confident that by the end of this year we'll we'll hit it.
2: I would be very surprised if we don't hit it before the end of the summer. We are already at over 10
0: million pages that have been recorded. So who can participate in this? Obviously, students. Is it open to staff as well? Yes. I need to add my pages on there then. (laughs) Yes, every staff member. And when I say every, I mean
2: anybody who has a mesquite isd email address of any sort. Already has a username and a password to log in to read Squared. Mm-hmm. We've preloaded everyone in there. So yes, we would love, love, love for <laughs> our staff to participate as well.
0: I'll have to, I'll have to add mine. But because I know Jack doesn't know this, I heard you say this in another meeting. But like reading a web page can count too, right? Yes. And depending on how many times you scroll, that counts as how many different pages. Yes. And so you know, trying to think of these different ways that people read. Now sometimes I'm
2: reading professional articles. I'm reading them on the website. It's not a book, but I am still reading, reading and yeah. I want to record that. So what we've determined is if you're reading a web page, every time you scroll down and you you have a completely fresh page, just count that as another page. Mm-hmm. The same goes for audiobooks. Anything that you listen to, we have a conversion rate of roughly one page equals one minute and so that's what we're going with if it's 60 minutes that it's of an audiobook then you just read 60 pages perfect
0: so like for our youngest learners who can't read yet when mom and dad do read aloud like i know i read to my girls every night before they go to bed Mm -hmm. so kids can count that as pages that are being read because they're listening to Um, the book from their parent absolutely and A lot of people
2: don't necessarily realize this, but picture books are 32 pages. So if you read a picture book, you've read 32 pages. It makes it very easy. Oh, we read three picture books tonight, 32 pages
0: times three. That's awesome.
1: 96, by the way.
0: There you go, Jack. Good job. Those math skills. (laughs) Really building that. (laughs) So how do you go about recording the number of pages that you've read? If someone is listening and they're already not inputting their pages, so how do they go about getting credit or adding on to this goal?
2: So we have a program called Read Squared that we subscribe to and have as a district. And this is accessible for students and staff through the portal. There is a icon for um, both students and staff. They have a different icon that they use to go in and uh, record their reading. And then also you have, uh, there's an app. So in, whether it's an iOS or Android, tablet, phone, there is a ReadSquared app that can be downloaded. And then when you first log in, you just choose Mesquite ISD as your school. And then it will route you to the portal to log in uh, for students. For staff, it's a little different. Staff will enter in their district username. Mm and then right now we have the temporary id set to misd1234 super oh, wow. easy
0: yeah <laughs> but
2: once you get in then you can go in and change your password to be your network credential so it makes it really easy to log in and um, once you're there there's a little button that says log your reading and you just type in how many minutes now the program will ask for a book title and an author but you don't have to enter that in you could just type in 30 pages or 10 pages whatever it is and then click submit perfect yeah. the idea to
1: get the pages and encourage that rather than bog people down with paperwork right? exactly mm-hmm.
2: and some people like to track what books they've read how many books they've read and so they want to enter sure. that title yeah. or the author and so that's an option but it's not required So there is a way that they can go back and look and it tracks the books that they've read. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, there's a history page and they click on history and can go back and see all of the different items that they've logged and see the books. And there are a lot of other really cool features in Read Squared as well. So there are reading lists and there's something called if you like, so if you read a book, then it will pop up a little recommendation and say you may like and offer four or five other books mm-hmm. that you may like to read next. And you can click on it
0: and learn more about that book.
1: Book Netflix. I
0: was about to say, Or Amazon. You also might like this. Yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> like that.
1: So that's the school district's goal, right? It's 21 million pages. Yes. Right. So I know you've also got um, a summer reading challenge that's coming up, correct? Yes. Does it have a specific theme?
2: we're basically continuing our Year of 21 Million Pages Challenge Summer Edition is what we're calling it. So it's going to continue with the Year of 21 Million Pages. But we are also tying in the theme of Olympics because the Summer Olympics Mm -hmm. are being held this year. And that way we felt like This is, again, an audacious goal, and we are all working for it together. And so that's very similar to what the Olympic athletes do. They practice, they work hard, and they're working towards reaching a really big goal. And so we're combining those two ideas together as our theme.
1: And they do it as Team America, right? They're individuals, but they're still fighting for the...
2: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Exactly. So
1: where can students and parents maybe go to learn some more information about all this?
2: So we have a web page on the Mesquite ISD website and we will be opening that up within the next week. And so they can go to library services and look for a link to summer reading, or they can go to bit.do slash reads And that will also take them to the summer reading page.
1: What if you just work in Mesquite?
2: Yes. Does that count? Yes. Anybody and everybody who works in Mesquite, should have an email address and they will be loaded into the system. And are already, you can log, go in and log your minutes or yeah. your pages. Very nice. Cool. So
1: if somebody who lives out of town but works in Mesquite, they can sign up in the and be a part of the 21-page challenge.
2: Right, yes. not just Mesquite residents.
1: Try to get but you over employees. the lump. The hump?
2: Employees, yes. yes. Employees, mm-hmm. yes. So now the nice thing about... This Read Squared uh, program that we're using is the public library, the Mesquite Public Library, Mm -hmm. is using it as well. And so if you're in the community and you think, hey, I want to be a part of this Read Squared thing, the public library is running their summer reading as well, and they are also using Read Squared. So it will look very similar. They are separate. But at the end, we have actually worked with the company who creates ReadSquared, and they're going to help us share that data so that the public library has the data that our kids have entered into our system. And then we'll get the, any data that has been entered into their system so they can get credit either way. Very nice. Reading.
0: Yeah. Perfectly. Which this partnership between the district library and the Mesquite Public Library is newer. You know, really, for a long time, it was kind of two separate mm-hmm. entities that really didn't have much communication, but within the last couple of years, mm-hmm. just really trying to build that relationship and that connection between the two. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's been really fun to watch that grow. Again, that team aspect, realizing like we both have the same purpose. We just want kids reading. Right. I don't care if you're logging it through the public library or through the school district. As long as kids are reading, that's the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: And another aspect of this that I've enjoyed is that I do a lot of work on the setup of Read Squared. It's, we can customize it to be anything we want, really. And so I'm giving a lot of those ideas to the public library so they can incorporate some of those things. So you had asked earlier, and I didn't quite answer this, on what students could expect from that summer reading program. And so during the school year, we only have Read Squared set up so that all students do is log their reading that's it they can see their progress and they earn badges but in the summer they'll continue to earn badges but there'll also be a game board that as they reach different goals it will move their piece along the game board there are mini games that will open up as they reach different goals they'll get different online games that they can play they will also have missions we have uh, four missions for each K2, 3-5, secondary, and then adults. And those missions connect with events happening in the public library and events happening with... Yes, thank you. Yes. And also events just happening in the community. So we just have so many additional fun things that people can participate and do that are part of the summer reading that we don't do during the year. And that way we... We still can enjoy Read Squared and the benefits that it brings to us and to our teachers and students, but
0: in the summer, it's extra special.
1: You get to enjoy it a little bit more, right?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you mentioned the events because I was going to say something about that we are going to have events this summer, that Read Play Talk. We're doing pop-ups at some local parks, and so Emma has been so kind to add that into the Summer Reading Challenge, and I just, I feel like you don't give yourself enough credit when you say you do a lot of work. Like it's a tremendous amount of work what you do to create the program. I mean, you would like create all of these badges that go along with it. You create all the games. It is a tremendous amount of work.
2: It is a lot of work, but I will say that this year I've had some help. And so we had about eight librarians who volunteered. To help and they actually have put together the missions they've put together we have um, interactive ThingLink activities <laughs> for elementary and secondary where uh, kids can go in and they just click on links and it takes them to story times and online video games and stem activities and all sorts of fun things and so the librarians are the ones that have put that together i have created all of the badges but You know, Mary's always laughing at me because I'm in there creating badges like crazy. (laughs) But for me, it's one of those creative outlet pieces of my job. So I love doing it because I enjoy the fact knowing that kids get excited about what the new badge is going to look like. Um, But it also allows me to be creative too.
1: It's amazing to me how important those badges become. Like even in in stuff, you know, like, so I have a a Peloton that I talked about. You get badges like, and so the other way I wasn't really paying attention is like, oh, you're on a 14 week streak. And now I don't want to break my stupid streak because I want the 15 week streak. I know those
0: like little awards (laughs) that are just motivation to keep going. It's funny how
1: well they work. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, and I think they work even better when they are
2: creative and fun. You know, if the badge is just a book every single time and it just tells you Mm -hmm. your new pages, you're like, meh, after a while. You know, so I always have a different image and different colors and. Try to mix it up. It
0: sounds fun. You definitely put a lot of thought and time into the creation of of this whole challenge, which is really incredible. It's fun to watch. So by the time this airs, the information will already be yes. on the website. You can probably find information on the Mesquite Reads Facebook page. Yes, we'll be sharing stuff on Read Play Talk. But yeah, we want every student in Mesquite ISD to participate in this challenge. And if your little is not in school yet, then they can participate through the public library. We just want kids reading this summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. So since we want them reading and you're in the library department, tell us what are some of your favorite children's books right now? One of my absolute favorite children's books is called How
2: Full Is Your Bucket? It's by Tom Rath and Mary Reckenberger. And I love this book because it talks about how we have these invisible buckets over our head. And when our bucket gets empty, we start to feel frustrated or angry and we lash, we tend to lash out. And the way you fill your bucket is when you give other people compliments and when you are helpful to others, it actually fills your own bucket. And so the more your bucket is full, then the more you want to give and share with others. Oh I just love, I just love that book. Another favorite one that I have is The Day You Begin by Jacqueline Woodson. It's just Such a precious story that I just love how it speaks to our individuality and how we are all unique and precious. And so I love that one as well. Anything by John Klassen, who's an illustrator, but he's also written some books like That's Not My Hat or I Want My Hat Back. Such cute, fun books. And his illustrations are just so fun to look at. Yeah. You know, really just capture that imagination. Uh, and then there's a book that I'm reading right now that's more middle grades that is Amari and the Knight Brothers. And I've just started it. I'm about six chapters in, but I'm going to say it's probably going to be one of my favorites. I'm really, really loving it.
1: Awesome. I think we shouldn't underestimate authors that are writing books for younger people. I, I mean, mm-hmm. Judy Blume. Mm-hmm. So those were some of my favorite books even now. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah, I love that how full is your bucket? Is is that what it's the title is? Yes. I love that. And how so many teachers have kind of adopted that mindset and implemented it into their classrooms too, mm-hmm. with teaching their students how to interact with one another. But mm-hmm. all of the ones that you mentioned are so good. <laughs> and I'm That last one that you mentioned, Amari and the Night Brothers, is Mm -hmm. that a newer book that was just released? It is a newer book, yes. Awesome. Yes. So hopefully that one soon will be in our libraries, but I'm sure the ones that you mentioned are already in our elementary libraries and in the public libraries as well. Yes.
2: And our libraries really encourage students to check out books before the summer and keep those books over the summer so they have something to read. Some of our libraries may be open during the summer for people to go and be able to check out, but obviously you can always go to the public library and get new books as well. Mm
0: -hmm. And all of our campuses have the little free libraries that are outside their campus, and those are obviously open all summer because they're outside of the building. So we're trying in Mesquite to provide lots of resources and lots of ways for families to get books. So no matter where you're located or your availability to get to and from locations that you have access to books pretty nearby. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Awesome. What do you say we wrap it up? Let's do it. Emma, thank you. Again, we had Emma McDonald. She is the library systems manager for Mesquite ISD. It's always a pleasure. It was a pleasure last time we had you and it's a pleasure this time too. So we look forward to the summer reading, the 21 million page challenge. It's all going to be awesome. So thank you for being with us.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Emma. Thanks for listening to today's episode with our guest, Emma McDonald. If you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you would give us a glowing review on whatever platform you get your podcast from. Five-star reviews are obviously our favorite. Follow us on all of our social media platforms for ideas on how to read, play, and talk together at home. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ReadPlayTalk and on Twitter at ReadPlayTalkTX.